So the song says that mountains are still being moved. Strongholds are still being loosed. God, we believe, because yes, we can see it, that wonders are still what you do. I love this when y'all it says, and bodies are still being raised. still being slain God we believe yes we can see that wonders are still what you do Welcome to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I want to first thank you guys for joining me for another episode of Emotional Healing. As you guys know, this is season five of my show, and I want to thank every listener, every supporter, everyone that has... um, supporting me on social media or on this podcast as as I go through my own emotional healing journey and try to bless others and give them the wisdom to emotionally heal. We do know healing takes time. Healing can be messy. Healing can be painful, right, before you even start the, the heal because like I tell you guys, healing opened up your heart chakra, right? Now you have to feel those different emotions from anger to joy to doubt to sorrows to sadness when you realize who done you wrong, who came against you, who caused you to have such trauma, right, in your life? Negative feelings, negative things happen. And sometimes it's the people that we love the most when we have came to them and genuine, a genuine uh, authenticity, right, wanted the best for them, opened up our heart to them, tried to love them, tried to encourage them. But yet sometimes because they haven't healed or they are around different circles of people who are giving them either wrong advice or who have hurt them, right? They bring that back on us. And that's what causes trauma, right? And we go into a whole range of different emotions, but we can heal. This is why I always tell you guys, you need to invite God in your life for your emotional healing because God keep us on our point, right? He make us recognize what is wise, what is good, what is love, right? Because that's all healing is coming to a point of loving yourself, knowing what you deserve, being respectful to yourself and others. And if you wasn't raised in that environment or you haven't been around people to encourage you to do good things, to show love, it can be hard, but it is possible. So today's show will be about moving wisely after enduring any form of trauma. When we go through trauma, we are supposed to learn and change for the better. And the only how we're going to change from the better is learning from our decisions, learning not to make the same mistakes, learning to look at the red flags, right? When we come across different people or different personalities that has caused us trauma. Now, we want to give everyone a clean slate, right? And we do have to forgive those as hard as it is at times who has caused us trauma, but we don't want to go into more trauma 
I'm going to have to do more healing. So as you move wisely, right, you know to look at red flags. You know what you deserve. You know what you're giving out. You know who you should connect with and who you shouldn't connect with, right? Because people can say what they want out their mouth, but you look at their actions and it'll let you know if this person is for me or is this person I should be patient with and, and, and wait on them to grow or is this a person or people I have to release. So I would be giving tips on how to move wisely after enduring trauma so you can continue to emotionally grow. I will be speaking on the mindsets, right? A fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And you guys know I am a woman of God. And since Passover just passed, right? And we're going into Palm Sunday where Jesus entered Jerusalem to die for the sins of the world. I will be speaking on Jesus, how he moved wisely through his journey of life. And I know we're supposed to try to have a mindset of Christ, but it's hard after doing trauma. This is why Jesus came because he was God in the flesh, but he was human enough to feel the same emotions that we felt and still did the right thing in unfair situations and move wisely when he sensed danger, when he sensed trouble, when he sensed certain spirits didn't like him, right? And he continued on with his mission in life. So I will be speaking on our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who moved wisely through life. And after this commercial break, I will go into the growth mindset, the fixed mindset, and steps on how to move wisely after enduring trauma. So God bless and stay tuned. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Norris. Again, I am your fabulous host, Wallace Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I hope you guys are enjoying this show so far on be moving wisely after enduring trauma. Now, we don't want to block our love. We don't want to look at everybody the same, right? We don't want to isolate for long periods of times. We don't want to give up on life. We don't want to give up on people that we find dear to us or who can be helpful to us, right? But we want to work on compromise and looking at people. Do they have more good about them than bad before we make a deal-breaking decision that every red flag is is uncompromising, that we have to go, that we have to let them go. You have to remember that everybody is on different levels in their mindset and in their journey of life. And certain things you may know other people don't know yet, or certain things other people may not know, you may know. But if you see that they are trying, that they have more good about them than bad, right? So, and they have some red flags, they have some triggering things they may need to work on, right? That relationship is compromising. That relationship is worth fixing and saving. So I don't want us to always looking for the negative or looking for anything that we don't like before we call it a deal breaker because we all are growing and learning. But communication is the key. Not only is communication, right, is the key, it's also understanding. If a person can understand what where you're coming from or if you can understand where another person coming from and you guys can work together and develop a goal to treat each other with kindness or respect each other or be able to apologize if you hurt someone's feelings or if they have hurt your feelings they're able to apologize and let back go 
backbones be backbones and work together in positive ways and growing together, then that relationship, that career, that thing is worth saving, fixing, and working on because emotional healing takes time. It's not going to happen overnight. So some people still may have to be working on some red flags. If truth be told, we still have to work on some of our red flags or flaws that we find in ourselves. But we don't want to stay stuck on the negative. We want to be appreciative of the heart we have, the goals we created and working through, right? And we want to appreciate other people showing up for us in our life and working through their goals and working through life as well. Now, those who are working through life and trying to grow and be better, we do know some people will not heal. They don't want to heal because healing is hard. A lot of people are not willing to do the work to change. That means if you are growing and you're being loving, kind and understanding and someone else isn't, they don't see your way. They don't see a thing that you're trying to do or trying to tell them or see your change from going from negative to positive, steady trying to find fault in you, then you may want to consider releasing these people or if it's someone new right and you're constantly getting triggered constantly getting reminded about just a lot of negative things that you have endured in the past and you're trying to emotionally heal you don't want to stay stuck and keep waiting around when you're not seeing any changes when you're not seeing people trying to be good to you trying to be compromising with you right trying to understand where you're coming from because then you'll have to do healing all over again because you ignored the red flag. So as you move wisely in your emotional healing journey, right, you learn to respond to things different. You know not to allow people to constantly try to bait you into conflict. You know that you love yourself and that you're doing the work and whatever others feel about you or say about you, if it's not true, then you don't take it to heart, right? We always have something to work on to do. But if you know that you have made progress and God knows that you have made progress because God will let you know that he's proud of you and he see your growth and he see the steps you're trying to take by sending you blessings, right? Sending good things towards you by um, giving you surprise gifts and you just to be shocked and may think, man, I don't deserve this. I have so much, so much more to work on. But God will say, that's his way of showing you. No, I see your growth. I see your change. I see you working on it. I see that it was hard for you, that you went through a trying time. But I'm going to bless you because I see you're not giving up on your faith wall. If you do something wrong, you are praying about it. You are still moving forward, still trying to keep an open mind, still trying to be kind to others around you or whoever cross your path, then good things start happening to you. And that is a blessing from God. But if you have let the the damage, the trauma get to you, right? And you close off your heart. You don't want to be a helping hand. You decide I'm going to treat people how they treated me. Or you're going to abuse somebody that came in your path that was good to you just because when you was good, somebody abused you. Then you will start seeing things falling apart in your life. And that's when you need to pray and ask God, what is it that he wants you to learn? Or what is it that he's trying to teach you? Nine times out of 10, he's trying to get you to release the trauma, release the pain. He 
knows that it's hard to heal. He knows that it's a lot that we endure in this world, some people more than others, and a lot of bullying and just different things go on. But if you continue to try to work on your ways, your heart, and try to grow in your understanding and your thinking, sooner or later, you'll start seeing things come together and blessings you don't feel you deserve will come to you, right? Because God going to give you the blessing because he feel you deserve it. He see you doing the work. So with that being said, I forgot to speak on the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. Now to know if you have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset, the fixed mindset is you believe that intelligence, talent, or other qualities are unchangeable, right? If you're not good at something, you think that you could never be good at it and you don't want to give it time to work on it, right? You just feel like this is not for me, but you keep getting the urge to do this thing or you can do it or something coming across your path that you was interested in it, right? But you thinking it's going to take a lot of work. It may do, but it can be done. So a fixed mindset is saying that I don't want to heal. It's too hard to heal. I don't want to do this because it takes too much work. I got other things going on, right? You're making excuses. You're thinking that it is impossible to do. But like I said, when you invite God into your healing process, we know that God makes the impossible possible, right? He will qualify you for what he wants you to do. You just have to work on your mindset, believing that change is possible. Good things can happen to me. No matter what I've done in the past, no matter what has happened to me, I have to work on putting positive things in my mind and trying to do as much as I can. And what I can't do, God will do the rest because he see I'm coming with the right motives and pure intentions. Now, if you have a growth mindset, as you emotionally heal, you start opening up your understanding and your thinking, right? Which means a growth mindset is believing and seeking opportunities to grow and be successful in it, right? In talents and abilities, you develop, you persistent, you are consistent in it, you're working toward it, and you see failure, even if you fail a million times, right? You don't stop. You see failure as an opportunity to grow. It was something that you missed, right? A step that you missed. Like I said, in emotional healing, we all take a lot of steps, but one step can knock us down, 10 more steps, right? But we just got to get up again and instead of quitting when you feel like you failed at healing you failed in relationships you failed in trying to have a business or you failed in just different areas of your life and just giving up on it failure does not mean that it's over with right it's just a, maybe a step you miss or you have to try again this time not thinking that success happened overnight because we do know slow and steady wins the race just like healing you know slow and steady working toward it slowly but surely you will start seeing the changes but if you have a fixed mindset you think that it no matter what you do people can't change things won't change you tried it before it didn't work out that don't mean that it won't never work out right try it again if it's not with the people that you are around now because they no one is trying to grow or be understanding try it with somebody else try it with someone new right look for another goal or you look do the same goal in 
a different area. You never know when it'll work out. But a growth mindset is seeing failure as a point to succeed and grow from instead of having a fixed mindset and throwing in the towel. We do know God loves a person who is persistent, just like we see in Luke 18, the woman who came to this unjust judge, right? And they say in Luke 18, this judge, he was neither scared of God, nor did he fear a man, right? But this woman that was persistent, she was consistent in coming to him no matter how many times he delayed her, told her no. She kept coming week after week, day after day. It didn't say we just know she was persistent, right? Asking him to vindicate her, to help her, right? To help her get justice, to bless her, right? And God says he's that way. And because of the unjust judge, and he didn't fear anybody because the lady was so persistent and irking his nerves to help her. He decided to be her blessing and help her and help her get justice for what her case that she was looking for. God is the same way. We have to keep knocking. We have to keep praying. We have to keep trying. And God says the door will be open for us. So with that being said, like I said, tomorrow is Palm Sunday. We know this is the day that Jesus entered Jerusalem to die for the sin of the world and he was finally honored as king right we do know if you are bible readers right they despise jesus from church people right to regular people they came against him but when they know that they needed help that's when faith kicked in, right? Where God can do it. Where if you are God, you will help me, right? And he did. He did miracles. He helped different people. But at the same time, he came and brought the word of correction. Now, Jesus did say it is a time for everything. He showed us how to move wisely. Sometimes just because people sins and all the injustice was happening made him angry, right? He will flip over tables. But he stayed consistent in prayer to God, even up until his death. We do know after the Lord's Supper, right, he took Peter and a couple of other disciples with him because this was just almost time for his death. He asked him to stay up and pray with me day and night, right? They kept going to sleep, but Jesus kept going back to the garden, praying to God, saying, if if, if if you can, please take this cup away from me. Now, we don't even know the pain, the anguish, the different things Jesus went through. We know he was God in the spiritual and God in human form. So he had all the feelings that we have. He'd been betrayed. He was uh, unjustly, he was mocked. He was talked about. He was called a demon and just everything out of all the good he did. So sometimes people will look at you, overlook your good and, and think of all the bad things about you. That's because they haven't healed. They haven't opened up their mind. You may not look like who they thought was coming to be their blessing, right? Just like nobody thought that Jesus looked like God, right? The son of God, because as rich as he is, he owned the whole world. But Jesus had in mind, he didn't want people to like him for what he had. He didn't want to be crowned before his time. He didn't want people flocking to him because they knew that he would be able to help them, to bless them, to give them money. God looked at people because of his heart, right? And he seen something in those who had potential like Peter, like uh, Matthew, the tax collector. He knew that they probably were doing wrong because they didn't know, but they had a good heart. And God looks at all of us like that because he created us, right? We all have good in us, but most people display the bad because of the bad things that happen with them. But when Peter 
um, John, just different people started walking with God, he slowly but surely changed them. And as he changed them, he blessed them and he gave them power to do the same thing that he did if he had faith to stand up for righteousness, to create miracles in people's life, to be a blessing. And Jesus did all of this and so many people because they thought he was supposed to come in their life looking a certain way, being a certain way. They had the wrong conception about God. He did not come to condemn people. He came to save people, to restore us back to God. So this is why we need to be saying Hosanna and thanking Jesus because before we got on the emotional healing journey, before uh, we decided to trust God and walk out in faith and grow closer to God. We had a lot of flaws, but God blesses us and give us miracles and train us up to be a blessing as he bless us as we work on our ways of being kind, loving, understanding. And we do want to stand up for righteousness. We do want to give constructive criticism, but we want to do it because we care about people. We want to see them get on the right track, not because we want to look down on them and think that we are better than them. So a lot of people anguished Jesus when he was here on this earth because they was looking for him to have monetary gain. They thought they was looking for him to have looks. We do know Isaiah, I believe it's 53, described how Jesus came in the world and why he was mocked and he didn't have nothing, no good looks to have people draw to him. And he did this because he wanted people to see his heart and to see his, um, uh, how he had respect for himself and just different people and how he came to help people, not for them to use him. And he didn't want to use anybody. And that's what was going on during the times that Jesus walked this earth. It's still going on in this time. But once we come together and get the wisdom that we need to care about people and to value good relationships and to be more healthier with ourselves and other people, then good things start happening to us. And God bless us here on earth and we do know we get eternal life once we believe in the good Lord Jesus Christ for dying for our sins and being raised from the grave. He did so much and he got treated the worst. So sometimes even when we going through our worstest things and we don't understand, we have to remember Jesus went through the same thing, but he had, it was a time that Good Friday came right when he was resurrected and God bring us all a good time. We won't suffer for long, right? We won't go through hard times for long, but that's only if we are ready to open up our heart to love, to receive, to be understanding, and to know what type of people we need to be connecting with, growing with, and trying to do positive things with. So this is the end of my show. I hope God bless you all. And until next week, or you can book me on keepmedifferent.com if you need a life coach, a spiritual coach. I also sell clothes and furniture and just different things. God bless. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walesa has outfits for every occasion. Wigs for any situation. And furniture that gives your home a new, new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. 
It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different.